Ask the Podcast Coach for August 14th, 2021. Let's get ready to podcast. There it is. It's that fun-filled music that means it's Saturday. It's time for Ask the Podcast Coach, where you get your podcast questions answered live. I'm Dave Jackson from the School of Podcasting.com. And joining me right over, well, kind of. Well, sort of. Yeah. <laughs> oh, over there is Seattle. I need, uh, is Jim Collison from TheAverageGuy.tv. Jim, how's it going, buddy? Greetings, Dave. Happy Saturday morning to you, and happy like guest in your studio appearance. We, we've got somebody. Why don't you take a second to introduce who you've got with us? That's it. The one, the only. Don't be fooled by cheap imitations. <laughs> it's funny. I, I I started to type his name earlier, and I think I called him like Greg. Yeah, I was Greg, Greg earlier. I was like, how long have we known uh, each other, Dave? <laughs> you know him <laughs> as from the Horse Radio Network dot com. The one and only. Glenn Hebert, everybody. Hey, everybody. It's good to be in the master studio. This yeah, is fun. Like, it, it's, it's always different, right? Yeah. When you see it from the other side. It's messier right. than I thought it would be. <laughs> Did I actually type this right? HorseRadioNetwork.com. Yes. There we go. Yeah. I was like, I'm yeah. pretty sure I got On a the typo fly, in there. Pretty good. I tr- well, I'm trying to do it while he's saying it, which is <laughs> yeah. never a great idea. No. Right? It's never a great idea to try and type and talk. And but uh, yeah, uh, we've been talking about Glenn going on the road, and uh, he's officially now on the road and of course you can get tired maybe when you're on the road and you know jim there's probably something that you do that will keep you awake on the road yes that's right we we coffee's always good glenn we'll, we'll see if you're a coffee guy here in a little in a little bit but oh so good dave who, who sponsors this coffee yeah for? that is brought to you by our good friend mark who unfortunately we couldn't see at podcast movement because he's one of those polite canadians and uh he couldn't cross the border, but Mark over at podcastbranding.co. If you need something like a cool logo, like one of these, like Glenn has, Glenn has great branding. Uh, or if you need a whole website, you need a PDF, there's another one. Look, and uh, you know, you've got these awesome things that I'll give you an example. I just got a new mic stand that we might talk about, and everybody puts all this effort into. Like when you unbox it, why? Because it's your first impression. So your first impression is your artwork, it's your website, it's your logo, all that stuff. And you can get that from our good buddy Mark over at podcastbranding.co. One last point about Mark, of course, not only is he an award-winning graphic artist, he is a podcaster. So you don't have to explain that whole, it's like a radio show thing to Mark. So if you're looking to take your logoing, is that a verb? Logoing? It is now. It is is now. now. You're looking to take your branding to the next level then go over and see my buddy mark at podcastbranding.co and jim that is an awesome mug that you are holding up there as well big thanks to dan lefebvre who who sent this over i gotta get the lighting just right on it based on a true story podcast at it based on a true story podcast.com if you're a history buff or you just want to see if movies are actually accurate and, and I like that. I enjoy that. I enjoy going out like, hey, how truthful, like that mid that Midway movie that came out, like how truthful was that really, right? If you really want to know. They say it's based on a true story, but we never really know. So based, if you are if you need a new podcast to listen to, and it's super interesting and factual, based on a true story podcast.com. Thanks, Dan. And, and I have to do this because it's Glenn. 
Oh, well, hold on. Get back to get back to you guys. You, you, you only have me. Uh, you don't, Dave, I think. Oh, yes. I'm me. sorry. There we go. There we there go. Are. You're just so dang sexy, man. I was like, you know, we're just going to show we're going to spotlight Jim the whole episode. But yeah, so I, I want to make. No, I want to make Greg, good. you know, or Gary, whatever his name is. I want to make Glenn feel at home. So little horse Winnie. Thank you. Thank you. Actually, I'm, I'm happy to not talk about horses for an hour, to be honest, <laughs> yeah. after the last two weeks. <laughs> yeah. Well, but you're, but Glenn, you're doing like, you're on the road, you're meeting your listeners. I mean, this is kind of, I think this is the, the, the Mecca of podcasting in some respect where you get to go face to face with the listeners. Have you, have you learned in the, in the last two weeks, you've done this before, but just, well, we never, that, I don't think anybody's done what we're doing okay. in the podcasting where we're staying at their homes, you know, in their farms. So yeah. there's one thing to do meetups. There's a one, another thing to stay at their, their farms for two nights. You know, we're in our RV, we're not in their house. Yeah. Uh, so we're in our RV, which is like being home every night when you go into it, which is kind of nice. I would never do this with a hotel trip. We're doing five weeks. We're in two weeks now. We have three more to go and we're at 1500 miles right now. So we've done six meetups. We've stayed at maybe five places, five or six different farms. And so it is different in that we are, we are truly seeing how they live, where their horses are. It's, I don't know that this has ever been done before in podcasting. Uh, I, I will say this. I think you've inspired people because I, when I was on Facebook today, um, our buddy from Texas who always has this critique is lightning. I'm drawing a blank on his name. He does a sports show. Anyway, he has an RV and is, I think, going on the road. I saw a couple people like, hey, we're going on the road to me. And I was like, I know somebody who did that first. So. It is, it's interesting too because they're very excited to see you. They, you know, in our case, some of them listen to our show for ten or twelve years. You know, and the Daily Show daily for 12, ten or twelve years. Um, oh, so okay, so you know, it's been it. You know, it's been interesting to see that how how uh, they react to you because you're a celebrity just pulled into their driveway. You know, we don't feel that way because we all have imposter syndrome, right? So uh, Dave and I especially, and we pull in their driveway and they're so excited. And the first reaction is, I can't believe you're at my house. Mm. So, you know, that that's kind of neat. And then what we're doing for all the daily shows on this five weeks is all the guests are our listeners. So we're not having any other guests other than the interviews I do with them at their houses or at meetups and things along the way. So it's all listener guests. And that's what's making it different, too, because listeners like to hear about other listeners because they can relate. Yeah. The thing that makes for me that makes this doable is you're sleeping in your own. Uh, yes. Because yeah. if I had to sleep in, no, I, I mean, I love, hotels. I love my listeners, but that, that could get really awkward no, real quick. No, we knew we wouldn't sleep in people's houses. That's just kind of weird. Yeah. So it's weird for them. It's weird for us. Yeah. It's weird for everybody. But when you, when we're done at night and tired, you know, you're out doing act and they always have activities planned for you all day. So they keep you busy. You're going into your own space with your own bathroom and your own kitchen and your own clothes. It's like being at home every night. So, yeah. There yeah. you go. It's fun. It's been a lot of fun and we have three weeks to go. And if my wife doesn't divorce me, we'll keep pitching. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, well, let's let's talk a little bit about that. You know, you're on the road. It's 24 seven. You're out of your element. You're I mean, it's fun, right? There's mm. just some moments, but there's also like, how, how are you working through the relational just because it's different? Right? Well, and, we've always worked together in the same house for the last 30 years. So, yeah. you know, it's not like we haven't been together. Uh, so we have worked in the same house for 30 years. So I think that helps. You know, <laughs> that does help. I, if it was a new relationship, I think it would be tougher. Then, oh, yeah. 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 Absolutely. I, so. uh, 
I, <laughs> it's funny, but it's not funny. It, it was kind of a red flag. One of the worst arguments I've ever had was on my second honeymoon because we just spent a full week together after not really, I mean, you spend time together, but that, but when you have seven hours in a car and there's no separate corners to go to that can can get ugly. Oh, I couldn't do it. I'm just going to, I'm just going <laughs> to, that's nothing I can do. Yeah, I mean, Jim, that's I, why you asked that. <laughs> yeah, exactly. I, I just couldn't like, I, I, I look at that and I think, holy cow, there's no way on the planet that I could ever pull anything like that off. So yeah, good good for you for kind of knowing your boundaries, at least know know what to do. You know, you're giving her a little bit of a break this morning. You're hanging out with Dave. And so that, that's yeah. a good, I don't know if that's a break for you, Glenn. Well, actually, my <laughs> wife has assigned Dave to keep me away all day. So uh, apparently Dave has totally. to, his, his job today is entertaining me. Yeah, <laughs> I like it. I like it. Um, this uh, is a good question. Yeah. Craig wants yeah. to know, how do you manage good internet connectivity when you're on the road, especially when you're going to farms? Yeah. Farms is tough. And and so what I did is we sent out a questionnaire to every place we were going to be staying. And I think there's a total of 15 farms during this trip. And one of the parts of the questionnaire is they had to send me a speedtest.net screenshot. So what, I knew what I was getting into when I got there. And then if they had Verizon phones, I want to know how many bars they had. So some of this we've been able to do on our Verizon connection, just using the hotspot. And then others we've been able to use their internet if they had half decent internet. Yesterday, they had one bar and DSL, get this, Jim, it was 0.25 up. <laughs> Yeah, 0.25 up. So I drove to town. You find the cell tower. I parked in a drugstore lot and did the the show from my truck. And what allows me to do... And by the way, the guest was in the passenger seat of my truck. And as a diesel, I had it running all two hours to keep the air conditioner going. Uh, But we were able to do that now because of the P4. Uh, Because I can run... If we have a laptop that's charged and the P4, I don't need power. So I can do the whole show, even connecting through Skype and everything without power. Well, you can you can Ooh. probably comment on this better than anybody. You use a roadcaster when you're at home. home. Yeah. You use the P4 at home. You can run a roadcaster on like a USB brick. Yes. They, they make a cable for that. But it's so big. Yeah, I'm going to say what, what's <laughs> This we, is my studio now, <laughs> you know? So uh, you And you could run that off an inverter off your truck too, right? I mean, if Well, yeah. actually, you can plug this into your computer off the DC right. and it's not running off a battery. So it's running the off your laptop. computer battery. Yes, I can do an inverter, except inverters make a tiny little noise. They do have kind of a little fan in them. They do. So that's a problem. So I was able to do a two-hour show without any problem at all in the truck, and you couldn't hear the truck running or anything. That's great. Yeah, that's great. So this is the, and I used to carry a trunk of equipment to do remotes. And now we show up, I can plug four mics, four headsets, and I'm good to go. Yeah. 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 And it's a good recording, too. It is a good recording in here. And that's the cheaper way, right? The P4, what's the, what's 200 the P4? Bucks, 200 bucks versus yeah. five, 600 for the, it's probably it's too the big. cheapest way to get it. The road, the big road is too big for a road. Yeah. This is what you need. Yeah. And you yeah, know, I would, in, in a truck, you wouldn't want that big. No, I've already spread out all over the seats. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So that's how we do it. That's how we handle internet as best we can. Sometimes we have to drive a bit. Hi, Jason Bryant's in the house. He's in he the just house. got yeah, back from the Olympics. Back from Tokyo. Yeah. I know. That's pretty cool. I was yeah, watching I, all his pictures from over there. So yeah. Fun to, fun to see that. It's almost surreal. Like you see you're, you see this stuff on TV and then he shows up in the same yeah, I know. <laughs> like, oh, crap. He's actually there. That's cool. Yeah. That's wild. Um, we, we weren't here last week, of course, because of podcast movement. Yeah. And yeah. the one of the opening keynotes was Tom Webster. And I don't know if you've gotten to see any 
of this online yet, or if they've shared any of this, but he had a great point. He said, people said, how, how do I grow my audience? And he said, you're kind of asking the wrong question because people are saying that because, you know, maybe they've plateaued or whatever. And he goes, maybe you need to ask, why is, why did my audience stop growing? Mm. And I was like, Ooh, that's a really good question. And so, uh, he said, when you get your head around that question, you can very quickly see that the answer is simple as people aren't sharing your podcast anymore. Cause he went into mm-hmm. the, you know, he's from Edison research. So he had all the stats and he was talking about how really still the number one way that people learn about podcasts is people share them and they go, Hey, did you hear this podcast and go, what podcast? And then, you know, so I know, uh, Glenn has his auditors, his Patreons. Uh, I hate that word because I always want to say patrons. It to auditors. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's like the paid to pay. Uh, yeah, he has auditors, and those are his super fans. So those are the people that are out, you know, carrying the horse radio network. See, I thought the answer was going to be because Apple broke podcasting. That's why we're not growing. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> it's, very, it's very possible. Uh, Glenn, know, have you? Glenn, have you plateaued? It's. I mean, you've been doing this a long time. You watch your numbers. Yeah, have you we, plateaued? We, tend, and, we, you know, in the last two years, you know, because of it. We've been waiting for podcasting to catch up to the world since we started, Dave mm-hmm. and I, you know, 13 years ago. And finally, after the last four years, podcasting, I don't have to explain to too many horse people anymore that, you know, what it is. Uh, so, yes, we have seen an increase. And, and we were the only horse podcast in the world for the first 10 years. There were none. And now there's a bunch. So that's helped us, actually. The more podcasts have been out there, people go look and they they search and they figure out how to listen because they listen to that one and they come to us. So it's helped us having more podcasts in the world, uh, in our world. Um, so that's helped us a lot. But yeah, we've been growing up. Now, I will tell you, we took a 20% hit when this Apple thing in the last mm. two months. It's been 20% across all the shows. Wow. We have seen a serious hit with this. And I think wow. it's because, you know, 60% of our people tend to have iPhones. And, and I cannot tell you how many listeners have written to us. Uh, probably 100 now. I can't get the show. It's not updating, you mm. know. And I'm telling them, my answer is get a new app. And most of them are mm. downloading mm. new apps and giving. Apple's got to lose share on this. Yeah. Uh, and well, it's still not right. The reason, yeah, in theory, if, like, I just upgraded my phone uh, a couple days ago to the latest version, which in theory should fix the whole, because what happened is Apple quit automatically downloading your show if you were a follower. And that hits people's pocketbooks when you're talking sponsorship. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. I've heard multiple podcasts this week say exactly what Glenn just said is, hey, you know what? We appreciate everything that Apple has done. It appears that they don't care when their stuff breaks because it takes them a long time to fix it. And my favorite thing is I have people at contacting Lipson and I'll say, oh yeah, your episodes in your feed, you can see it's on Spotify, it's on Amazon. It's so your feed is working. And they're like, so this is an Apple problem. And they go, oh, that can't be right. And you're like, no, it's, it's a, it's an Apple thing. And so I've heard, uh, I was listening to a show by Castos this morning and they were like, Hey, maybe it's time to give pocket cast a try or, you know, go over to newpodcastapps.com, Give one of those a shot because it's, it, you know, I probably have at least three a day of somebody saying, hey, uh, you know, my, my podcast isn't showing up. And it used to be you had to subscribe. Well, now you subscribe and it's still not there. Um, Scott says Apple's revenue from podcasting is such a tiny percentage. Yep. Of their overall revenue. They don't really care. So I understand why they don't care. Tiny's not the right word. By yeah. Minuscule. <laughs> like it's it's impossibly small. Yeah. Like for what they make on everything. 
I, and I've joked about this, but I, I really think there's four people in that team that's doing this. Yeah. I just don't, well, I, I think it's a side or it's a side gig. You know, it's somebody who's giving, you know, cause they have, they're passionate about podcasting. And so they're giving it, you know, 20 hours a week or, or, or whatever, right on the side. It's just, it, you're right. I, I just don't feel like they give it that much. It's well, not that really important. The it. reason I use overcast is because there was a time when Apple broke Apple podcast so bad that it would mm-hmm. not start. And I was like, Hey, I'm driving around in my car. I got a list of that. Uh, the chat room is talking about good pods. Don't you love that, Glenn? When you go to click on something and it, it moves, moves, yeah, moves yeah. Oh, so close. Um, Scott Listen, said this. every other player is better. Than yeah, that's true. One. Does it work? Like everyone, yes. Is. Um, yes. Good pods. I like the. Um, if I wasn't using Overcast, I would think about that. But the for me again, the issue with Good Pods is I have to to leave Overcast to really get the most out of it. And at one point, they said they were going to make a way. And I haven't tried this in a while, but I, you know how you can share things from apps. And I was going to be able to share what I was listening to to Good Pods. Now you have to have an account. And I, when I tried it, that wasn't working exactly great. And so they, they got that feedback. They're like, hey, thanks for trying it. We're, we'll have to work on that. But I haven't gone back. But I, I still get emails from Good Pods. It's like, here are what your friends are listening to. Mm. So as a, a discovery tool, you know, it's definitely got promise. So that's uh, one. I started playing with one this week called Fountain, and it's on Android or iOS. And what I like about it is if you want to do that whole give Bitcoin to people, they make that easier. I can't say easy because I've already got an app that's connected to my bank, and I've already got a thing that shows me SAT. So I, I kind of go into one app, copy a, a QR code, paste it into this other one, and then it goes into the app. So uh, it's like, oh, it's easy. It's copy and paste. I'm like, well, yeah, but that's after I've installed two other apps. But it's brand new. And as you might imagine, it's got a few bugs. I noticed today mm-hmm. that I went to listen to a podcast and it said, hey, you have another hour or so left of this podcast. And I hit play and it went back to the beginning. And I went, oh, that's not good. You got to remember where I was at. So, But there are some great you know, apps out there. I think it's a Breaker that lets you leave comments. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah, I've, I've used that from time to time. Glenn, have you, um, have you thought about doing your own app? We do have one. Do you? Uh, yeah. Okay. Years ago when horse people are behind technologically by about two years. Mm-hmm. So I, I've been fighting this battle for a long time and we thought, well, they know how to download apps. So about five, six years ago, we had a very simple one designed. It has just our shows on it. Simple players, the whole thing. And we've had 35,000 people download it, and I'm still getting people downloading it. But that's how we taught people how to listen, was download this app, and then it's very simple to just listen to shows. And then what happened is they would we want them to graduate out of our app into something more sophisticated, and they do. So we in surveys, we found a lot of people started with our app and then went to podcasting apps when they figured it out. So it, that was a big help to us. I mean, you think about 35,000 people downloading it, and we get probably 10,000 plays a month on it. Uh, mm-hmm. So people are still using it too you know that's the other thing you know they haven't all abandoned it so it it definitely helped us when when for education education's been the hardest part of my whole journey here is educating the listener how to listen what and what a podcast yes and i know apple podcast just added a feature where you can say only show me indie podcasts i'm I'm, how do they clarify that how do they qualify that's what we talked about last yeah i heard that what's indie am i an indie yes in theory because you're not 
But I'm full time. I make money. But that's a good question. I'm professional. It's a network. I'm, I'm a network, yeah. a professional podcaster. Yet I think of myself as an indie because I don't have corporate funding. It's all my funding. So maybe that's do, where the line is. Glenn, do you consider yourself an indie? Or yeah, not? I do. You do. Okay. I spend a hundred hours a week running this. I'm an indie. <laughs> <laughs> well, what's not indie? What's court? Is it corporate? So am I? Am I? Because I. But I have a corporation. Yeah, see, yeah. that's the thing. Because there's the, it's the wonderies and the yeah. You know, am I corporate? Because I because I podcast for Gallup. Does oh, that you're definitely me? corporate. You're so corporate. You should be here in a suit and a tie. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, um, can I can I give a quick shout out to somebody? Oh, Play the Winnie. We do a more we, uh, every morning on the morning show. By the way, which is approaching three thousand episodes, um, ten years. We're one of the longest running daily shows in the world. Uh, we do a daily Winnie, and I want to, and it's a shout out. It's a shout out. And play ahead, play the Winnie. <laughs> That's for my buddy Ken, who I know has been having some challenges. And Ken, I've been thinking about you every day. I just want, I know he's in here. So I just wanted to say, Ken, we've been thinking about you. We love you, man, and hang in there. So Absolutely. that's what daily Winnies are all about. And we give them to our listeners. Daily Winnies are always for our listeners. Yeah. The, um, I think it was Ken that asked about personal apps. For me, I've always thought personal apps were exactly what Glenn said. They're great when your audience, because everybody knows how to download an app. Like if you say, oh, just, you know, down, number one, you can go to the app store. There's probably, that's a good question. Is there less clutter in the app store than there is in actual Apple podcasts? Uh, that's a good question. But most people know how to download an app. So I know I have an app for the School of Podcasting from Libsyn. I never promote it ever. And I get probably 10 people download that thing a month. And I was like, okay, so you never know. So, uh, and going back to good pods, uh, Diane says here, I want good pods to have a feature that will separate my comedy podcast from my true crime. That's my favorite feature in overcast. I have multiple playlists. One's called comedians and it's got Mark Marin and Conan in there. One's called politics. It's got no agenda and Jen Briney. And then I have one called podcasting that has like 8 million podcasts in it. And I used to have one called first string that was like all my favorite podcasts and I could go in there. So that's my favorite feature. And when I I saw playlists in this fountain app, but what they're kind of, they're like, how am I going to be different? They allow you to make clips. And when you log into the app every day, they give you three new clips to listen to. So it's this whole like, Hey, you might like this thing. And then you can make a playlist of clips. And when I found that, I was like, Oh, that's not what I want though. I I want a playlist to be, playlist. So uh, what's cool about that, again, kind of like being indie, is I got an email. I, I you know, reached out to the company and said, hey, like, how do I make a playlist? And he's like, oh, that's not what that's for. But the minute I connected with that developer, he's like, what else would you like to see in the app? And I was like, that's the best question ever. Mm-hmm. So I'm like, hey, go download mm-hmm. Overcast. Make it do that. I said, you've got the, the Bitcoin thing down. I go, now just... <laughs> Get the podcasting thing down and you got a winner. So, uh, and when they're indie, they'll, they'll think about that. So, um, yeah. So can, Dave, can I circle back to the, the question I asked Glenn though? Like when, when you've, when you've plateaued out, yeah. what do you, what do you guys do? Like what, mm. what, wh- what kind of things are, what's your, what's your thought process on like, okay, we've plateaued. How do we, how do we get off that plateau? Well, I think you have to be creative. And that's what we're doing on this five-week trip, right? Uh, because we know it creates buzz. So what we what's happened on this trip, too, is for the meetups and stuff, p- people tend to invite their friends over, too. 
who ha- aren't listeners, that then they become listeners. So we try and do things always outside the box that are going to bring in new listeners. And a lot of times it's one at a time, right? It's not hundreds at a time or thousands at a time. Uh, it's, you know, it's, it's a slow grind that way. But we do a radiothon every year at Christmas. It's 12 hours live and it's, it's a whole 20 hosts. It's a whole thing. And that creates buzz and new people will start to listen to that. They listen to that and then they go try something else. They find one of the other shows. So it's just constant. And also we have weeks twice a year that are promotion weeks. And all of our shows encourage, actively encourage on the episodes, the listeners to promote the show. So you make it a thing. It, you, they're not going to do it on their own. They just don't think about it. They're busy. They listen to your show and a bunch of other shows. They don't think about it. It's not their fault. They want to help you. You have to tell them how to help you. And you can't do that every week. It gets old. So we make that a special occasion twice a year where there's a week where we ask them to promote us this week. It's promotion week. And then they all go out and do it because it's promotion week, right? It's a special thing. Create a logo, do that kind of thing. Give them the logo. All right. Make it available. So that's I don't know. That's one of the things we yeah. do. No, I like yeah. it. Uh, I, we, we announced uh, this week on Home Gadget Geeks, we're going to do a meetup. But instead of going to them, we're going to host it here in Omaha. And so folks are going to come. You know, folks want to come in. Our tech guys are going to want to come in. That's a, that's another way, I think, of kind of growing or getting that buzz going again. It's it was funny. As soon as we announced it, like people were like, Okay, you know, they got super excited about getting together. Now, I think we're going to plan for 2022 <laughs> at this point. Like, we're no, I'm not going to try this fall. There's too much crazy stuff going on. But as we look at the spring and spring in Omaha is beautiful. That's, I think, another way of, you know, bring bring people in. Let them let them come to you. It's a little more expensive, but you get your kind of most engaged listeners that way for sure. Yeah. Nice. Yeah, Scott says uh, his most loyal listeners are the ones that he acquired one or two at a time. And that's really like, how do you grow your audience? I listen to his show, so I'm one of those. Yeah, (laughs) one or two at a time. Absolutely. Yeah. Um, Diane says she subscribes to about 50 plus podcasts on podcasting. But I have a question, uh, Jim. Here's one that uh, I was listening to Podland with uh, James and Sam, and they were talking about Fireside, uh, the, the chat thing with Mark Cuban. We can talk about him after the break. But Sam brought up a question. Do you think, you know how we, it's, it's still pretty much the, the case that most podcasters do about six or seven episodes, they get tired and they quit. And his thing was, but if they had a live audience and somebody showed up, would they make it longer than seven episodes? And I was like, home, that's an interesting question. What do you think? Yeah, live brings in a different element to it. And, and, and I think I have kind of two kinds of lists because I do everything live first. That's just, I, uh, there's nothing I record that's not live. I just, it, it's just the way it's, uh, for me, it's the way it's done. So I have a kind of two, two groups of listeners. I have those that o- almost only come live and then your, your regular listeners. And the lot, it's a different, like, it's a different feel. It's a different level of engagement. I, I think we have something similar here, Dave. Like the folks that come out every week. I don't know why. Like I still wonder why they come out and listen to us. Glenn, you you do every week. Because it's community. That's why. Because it's it's a place well, I'm to seeing belong. all my friends in there. Right. Yeah. yeah. And, and ac- according to Coach Dave, these are great ideas. I, well, that's oh, Dave. Of course they are. <laughs> of course they are. We're 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 indies. I'm here. trying not to have the imposter syndrome anymore. I'm just gonna own it. 
You know, but, on that point, ahead, Jim, Brian. you're exactly right. I owned an acting company for 10 years. We did over 400 shows. And that immediate laughter and feedback and clapping and applause, I miss that. Uh, and we don't get that. You know, even the people here, uh, you know, they're commenting and stuff, but it's not like hearing laughter or, you know, or not laughter if your joke fails, you know, whatever that emotion is, or having them cry right in front of you, whatever that is, I'm definitely, I'd miss that. As You know, I do miss it. And Scott has done a little digging here, said uh, Glenn's post on Facebook for this show as a link to the School of Podcasting, which is an episode from 2011 where Dave opens up with, yes, I'm converted to live podcasting. <laughs> so it is handy because what I love to do on this show is throw out ideas and get feedback. And a lot of times, and everybody that listens to this show knows this, you will hear me start a, an idea over here. And three weeks later, it'll show up on the School of Podcasting after I've let it percolate. But I kind of use this as a litmus test, like, oh, this is an interesting topic and things like that. So, uh, Yeah, but listen, you're, I think your most engaged listeners listen to us live. Yeah. Like, I, I, it, it just, no I, I just, that's just the way it is. And, and so it's a great, I mean, I, I just think, and it's not, listen, live is not for everybody. So yeah. there are some who... It's just that's not going to be your gig. But if it can be your gig, I think it can be a good one. I've just decided I'm going to record, edit, and publish, and it's all going to be live. That's what I decided to do. Everybody's got to kind of figure out their own kind of their own their own model. But it does create great engagement. And and just before we we thank our awesome subscribers here, uh, Dave, the the point to that is is that you got to try some things. Like, I just think even if you've been doing this a while, even if you've been listening to us for a while and you're not it you, to get off that, like, you know, I got the same 600 downloads every week. You're going to have to try something different if you want to, if you want to break up and you have to take some risks. Glenn, do you ever worry that when you do this, you're going to lose listeners? Like, I'm going to try something different. I might lose a few listener, listeners in the process. Do you worry about that? No, not really, to be honest. Okay. I don't. Yeah. I, yeah, we might, you know, yeah. but then there are yeah. probably listeners that were going to go away eventually anyway. Uh, right. Sure. They're, they're sure. your, they're your low, you, you, you're less loyal listeners, you know, so they're probably going to go away at some point. Well, you've, you vetted where you went based on internet speed and the fact that they were listener. Did you check to see if like, I checked to see if they had a, a vaccine. <laughs> that, that too. But I mean, in terms of like, can this person bring content? I guess because they're a farmer no, and they have No, we didn't do that at all. I don't know some of these people we showed up at, and that's what makes great interviews. Mm. Uh, you know, we showed up, the lady was a doctor, and he was, he was something else, and he was an expert drone flyer, so we got out and flew the drone and took drone video. You know, so we didn't know what we were getting into, and I intentionally didn't want to know. I believe if you're good at your job as a host, every person you talk to has a story. It's your job to get them to tell the story in an entertaining way. That's our job. That's not their job. That's not the guest job. And I don't care if you've never met this person before, if you're good. It's why I always recommend new podcasters, if you're serious about this and you want it to be a profession, take improv classes. Go take improv classes that we did improvisational acting for 10 years, 450 shows. That's why I'm good at what I do when it comes to interviewing is improv. So yes, I believe it's our job to make the guests sound good. That's your job, not their job. I agree. Well, I agree. The, when it comes to uh, improv, you know, who's really good 
at improv. Who's that? Uh, my awesome supporters. Oh, they are. Can, I don't can, know any of them. Do you, do you need some <laughs> can I get a little coffee we before we get that. going oh, on yeah. that? I, 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 I blew through that last one. <laughs> Thanks, Dave. Excellent. And uh, so, of course, um, do you have a you do have a dog? You have a greyhound? Yeah, we had to give up the greyhound. Oh, the greyhound didn't like us. Hold on, there we go. Yeah, we want to. Uh, but I know him. Yeah, <laughs> he's been on our show. Have you? Yeah, awesome, yeah. James from uh, the Dog Podcast Network. Uh, so, if you have a little. A pooch or a hound or a, uh, I'm trying to think of another name. Any other names for a dog? Pooch, hound, dog. Spot. Uh, uh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> dog. Yes. Um, he's got podcasts that he created specifically for you to listen to while you walk your dog around the block or wherever you're walking to. So as well as he's got short shows, long shows. It's all dogs all the time. Check it out at dogpodcastnetwork.com. And, of course, we always want to thank our $20 supporter. Yes, $20 supporters. Some guy named Glenn the Geek. um, I must have forgot to cancel that. (laughs) (laughs) Thanks for the reminder, Dave. From the Horse Radio Network. Um, Shane, who I'm wearing his shirt today. You are representing. From Spybrary. Um, And Shane got me tipsy. At, uh, he kept buying me beers at Podcast Movement. And Wait, so he got something. I've never got that done. I'm going to have to work harder when I'm, next it, time I'm with you. It reminded me a lot of the old Tootsie Roll uh, commercial. How many beers does it take to get Dave <laughs> to be a little buzzed? A what's, one, what's a two, a three. It's three. <laughs> three beers will give Dave a buzz. Uh, Ed Sullivan over at SonicCupcake.com. Talk about good logos. I like that logo. There you go. Yeah. And uh, Felix, who I saw walk by at Podcast Movement, but I never got to catch up with him. Yeah, over at uh, the Latinx Podcast Awards. So if you are looking for Latinx podcasts, he's got a ton of them over at latinpodcastawards.com. If you are looking, again, if you don't like Ed and you don't like me, go over to kjstmedia.com. This is an LGBTQ plus founded company that focuses on helping all of the podcasters to grow their podcast and uh, check them out again, kjstmedia.com. The Indie Drop-In Network, if you've got a true crime show, a comedy show, or a scary story, they've got an audience. All you got to do is connect with Greg over there at Indie, speaking of Indie Podcast, indiedropin.com, and he will put your episode in front of his audience. Max Tress got up in the air mm. at aviationnewstalk.com. Max has interesting videos. He's now taking videos from the plane, which mm-hmm. are kind of interesting. Uh, Greg over at debtshepherd.com. Uh, and Kim, who was at our meetup hey, last Kim. night. Good to see you. Yeah, toastmasters101.net. So if you're looking to develop your voice, reduce your editing time, and improve your content, toastmasters101.net. And the one I want, I, I somehow messed up my PowerPoint today. Pay note is the the person that got me tipsy at uh, at podcast movement. Shane, not only does he have Spryberry, Spryberry, yes, yeah, Spry. That's a whole other podcast, <laughs> Spybrary, and uh, he does tourpreneur. And I've talked about Shane in the past because, as you might imagine, when the tour industry went, you know, a lot of podcasts went away, and Shane just said went to his audience and said, "What do you guys want to talk about?" So he's a new. Uh, there's that word again, Patreon. I need to come up with a new. We used auditor because when you go to clinics, uh, horse clinics, the people watching are auditors. That's why we use auditor because it's a common name in the horse world. What's a common name in the in the podcasting world? Um, 
Mm, that's a good mm. one. Nerd. Yeah. <laughs> I could, oh, I could Super come up listener. with negative yeah. ones. <laughs> uh, we call them awesome supporters. Yeah, you I can, like that. You can become one at askthepodcastcoach.com slash awesome. Or if you'd like to sponsor a mug or buy Dave's book or just donate one time, it's all over there at askthepodcastcoach.com slash stores. So thanks to everyone for participating. We do appreciate that. We do have a question here. Let's talk about what who wasn't at PM. Well, yeah, Descript. Spotify had a spot, but no booth. I heard a Spotify of I only had two people sh- that would come. So, yeah. but they're coming from like Europe somewhere, so that's a little tougher anyway. Yeah, so they're. It's kind of hard to say because there were companies I think that probably. I know we had three people at Libsyn that were planning on going. They have young kids under the age of you know being vaccinated, and at the last minute they're like, "Hey, we're not coming. We don't feel comfortable doing that." So. um yeah, but they were nowhere to be found. And it's to me, I get that they weren't there. I mean, we could pick on all sorts of media hosts and things like that. I, to me, I'm like, it's a weird time. Yeah, it's just I, a weird. It's a I, weird. We can't time. tell anything by this year. You know, yeah. Yeah. no, I mean, it's it was clearly defined last year. This year, it's just super murky. Yeah. And so it, and it's, it's just, getting it's murkier. Really so this is what the days go. It on. is. Yeah. Yeah. It's, well, it's definitely we had a couple of people question our trip this year. Why? You know, because we we're going to be around people and. You know, we 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 thought of, and we're testing ourselves every week. And there's home kits that are pretty accurate now. And we're, matter of fact, I had some shipped to Dave's house, so we're doing that every week. And if we test positive, then we're going home. I mean, that's it. We're just stopping. You know, it's just yeah. I didn't realize there were home kits. Yeah, you could. Now you, you have to stick that way. thing up your nose. So yeah, uh, it's not happening. That's not happening. <laughs> I was crying yesterday. It took two people. They had to hold my head with one and then the other one. And I was still reeling back from it. So at home kit. No, that's I'm flashing back to the old game shows. It's like, Hey Jim, thanks for playing on the pyramid. uh, (laughs) As a parting gift, we have the lovely COVID-19 home edition. It's like, no, that's awful. That's it's just like I can't I can't ever become di- diabetic because I can't give myself. Oh no, shots. me either. That's no, not no, ever going to yeah. happen. I'll just die. So I need to be. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> just, I need to stay healthy, so I, I don't have to do that. Yeah. So home kits are available. So well, Glenn, but you you had to think. You thought through that. You kind of had a plan. Like, yeah, okay, and here's, you, here's we, our plan. We know it's a risk, but then I'm also at the point where I'm thinking I don't want to get political. I, that this is nothing to do with politics, but I do believe that we're going to be in this for years. Viruses just don't magically disappear. So, you know, we're in some form, we're going to have to deal with it. And the the other thing to think about, you are around people who are not around people. They're on a farm in the middle of nowhere. (laughs) A lot of them are not around people. Yeah. So, uh, well, you've traveled so far, how many miles? About 1,400, I think, miles so far. We almost got killed in Michigan, too. That's a whole nother story. Yay! It's uh, can't wait to hit the road. Well, now. Wait a minute, hold on. You can't throw that out <laughs> and then not say it. So give us the short. Well, they had the wickedest how- storms they've had. We're at a campground, a horsey campground, where every all our listeners have left, and we're going to have a quiet day at this horsey campground in the middle of a state forest. And uh, I leave to go into town for a couple minutes to go to the store, and these wicked storms hit. And Jennifer calls me and says the camper is rocking. It is so windy here, and I'm afraid one of these trees is going to fall on the camper. So I give you the short story. I go to get home. Five of the roads are blocked by trees down. Trees on cars, power lines everywhere. 
I finally get home only because I had a big truck and I drove over one of the trees, uh, one of the ends of one of the trees. The cars weren't getting through, but I thought, I got big tires. I can do this. <laughs> so I got through and got back, and it was wicked all night like that. Branches wow. were down within 10 feet of the camper that would have put a hole in the roof. And the whole thing was shaken. It was we, And then it, all the roads were closed. Power was out everywhere. It was yeah, it was a hairy one. There was Yeah. Do you you bring a generator? Yeah, we have a generator trailer? that we bring okay. along and I could have used it. We had power everything around us didn't. That little campground had power. All the neighbors were mad. They kept coming down saying, "Do you have power?" I said, "Yeah." So, but we had the generator. We could have done it. Well, I'm glad glad you were safe. And yeah. again, Glenn lives through hurricanes. So right, I live in Florida, so this is just bringing it with us. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but I asked that cuz somebody asked in a Facebook group, "How far are you willing to travel?" to meet other fellow podcasters <laughs> for a networking group meetup or where you talk shop uh, and share tips and rub elbows. What's interesting is when I lived in Cleveland, which is about an hour from Akron, people from Akron, mainly Kim would drive to Cleveland to, to meet up. When I moved to Akron, people from Cleveland will not drive to Akron. It's the same time, but it's like, so Jim, yeah. how far would you go to, to do like a, a hangout? Yeah. Well, I've driven, I mean, yeah, several times 10 hours to indianapolis to do this wow and i drove two days to boston last year to see ed right now that wasn't really a meetup you know from that but it was i mean i was going you know we did ask the podcast coach live from the the studios there at two guys cigars and so i've i've done a lot to get to be to do these kinds of things and it's not just me i mean when we did when we do these meetups we have folks that come from all over. I mean, yeah. it's just, we have them fly in from California. We've had them come out from Colorado. So if, if the relationship is there and it's something they really want to do, the distance is irrelevant. Like they will make it happen. So I'm going to change that question a little. And maybe this is the more important question is how far will your listeners go to meet you? Yeah. So well, we had people yeah. driving two or three hours to get to our meetups. And I'm, right. I think that's crazy, <laughs> you know, but they did. So that's probably the more important question, right? Yeah. Two, yeah. two guys, you know, they record uh, after us. They, uh, for the Scar Authority, they have folks coming up from New York, which is, you know, all the way through Connecticut to Boston. And that's, that's not a fun couple. drive at all. But no, <laughs> <laughs> no, New York, uh, New York City to Boston is not the through Connecticut. It's beautiful, but it's, it's it's anyways so you um that they make that trip and and so if you, you but you have to that's like when you know you've really got something right i think when when folks are willing to make that kind of sacrifice well um we have an easy question here somebody said how do you fix the ac noise in the background of your podcast and <laughs> My answer was you, you can try things like the noise removal and audacity. There's um, what's the RX eight. I forget the name. I, Isotope RX seven and eight has a noise removal. Audition has a noise removal. Uh, Glenn has the best answer ever, which is what do you do? Glenn? I turn it off. Yeah. yeah you turn it off. <laughs> so, in the RV, the air conditioner is right above where we record. And it's very yeah. loud. So yeah. I turn it off. And then if we're doing a long show, I, we take a break in the middle for 10 minutes. I turn it back on so I don't die, uh, get the air conditioner back on. And then we start again. So that's how we do it. But the other, you know, rain, if it's raining hard with the RV, we can't do a show cause it's too loud in there. Uh, so that's one of the things we've discovered from the road, the hard way is, okay, we're going to swelter in here doing the show because we have to turn it off. And then here's a, 
are, are you ready to go? Hmm. So, uh, what does in three words, which right there, we're like, we're podcasters. Can we have, I think we need at least 30, but we're going to try to do this in three. What does a successful podcast look like to you in three words? Everyone together. Hmm. Uh, well, I, I think I could say it in four. Uh, <laughs> the, the, I can't do three. The one you like, hmm. you know, when, when you like, if you are, if you have tens of thousands, hundreds of thousands of people, but you don't like what you're doing. Like Glenn, I mean, if remember, imagine if you woke up every day to do your morning radio show and you just hated it, like, and not, not like, like sick to your stomach kind of hated it. It doesn't matter how many people listen. You're miserable, right? Mm-hmm. And, and it's, it's become a job from that, from that perspective. So success for me is when you're doing it and you're enjoying it. Now I, I happen to get paid to do it as well at work and I enjoy it, which is double bonus, right? right to be that able helps. to do that. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, I think the key is you got to do it. The rewards have to be lined up correctly so that you enjoy what you're doing. So again, I didn't say that in three words, but there you go. You also see a lot of uh, questions on the Facebook pages about co-hosts. I cannot express how important it is to have a good co-host. You guys know that. You have, you have symmetry. I mean, my morning show host, we're almost at 3,000 episodes. So that's 11 years. And it's every day, an hour and a half a day. I, I probably would not be doing this show, and she has said this for sure, if it wasn't for her. Because I enjoy talking to her every morning. And then, and, you know, then, in effect, I'm talking to the listeners, and I'm having fun, but I'm having fun with her. Uh, if I had to switch co-hosts now, I don't know. I wouldn't be, I don't, if it, I think that's what's making it work for me. And I think if you're going to have a show that runs a long time when you have a co-host, you have to really, really, really like that person. Yeah, I know when Jim has, uh, he's working with, with young, what is that called? You have some sort of uh, inter- Our high school internship program. Yeah, when he does that, yeah. and there's, uh, I don't know, a month or so that uh, he, he is out and I will pull in different people and not that they're bad, but you, you are used to a certain rhythm and just kind of like Jim's really good at watching me. And if he can tell if I'm like doing something behind the scenes and he will just jump in and start talking, I'm like, excellent. Cause I can't get PowerPoint to come up or something like that. So, and, and a new person isn't going to know that they're just trying to wait for me to shut up so they can talk. So yeah, a, a co when you find a good co-host, it's it's like butter. <laughs> so it's it's listen. It's incredible. I mean, I and I've I've had them and lost them uh, in the process too. And and I'm in a situation now where that's the case. I had I mean our flagship podcast, and and she's just not available anymore. And so I've been kind of looking for others, but you don't you, you can't find someone else and then try to make them you can't. the person. That's what yeah. marriage is for. That's <laughs> what divorce is for. What are you talking about? <laughs> okay. yeah. so, uh, well, but you, you got to, you got to, because you found them, you know, Dave, you and I worked into this thing, right? I mean, we just kind of started figuring some things out. Mm-hmm. If we didn't like each other or we were constantly arguing, it just wouldn't have worked, right? But we yeah. we found this sweet spot. Um, if, you know, something, if I decided I needed to do something different and you had to get a different co-host, the show would should get a fundamentally different feel because it's you shouldn't try you wouldn't want to try to make that person me, you know. Right. Um, yeah, I think that's the biggest mistake uh, folks make with co-hosts. In so with the chemistry working right, 
uh, it just flows. You know, Dave, you and I just flow. We don't. And it's really easy. Have to, you know, when you get filling co-hosts, yeah. you have to work harder, yeah. right? I mean, it's right. easy for you too because you're you got it, and it because it's both of you, it makes it easy for both of you. But, right. but then when you right. get a fill-in, you're you're on edge the whole time, and, and it's not bad. <laughs> no, it's, not it's bad. fun sometimes. You just yeah. know, and I think you know you have to know as a host too. You're going to have to work. I think you just said this, Glenn. You're going to have to work a little bit mm-hmm. harder. Because it's there's not going to be the automatic kind of switch over. It's right. not going to just switch. You're going to have to have your act together a little bit more than maybe you normally do. That's more important for you, Dave, than it is for me. Because I've only run this show once, I think, by myself. I think have I? I think I've done this. Dave, you did, have I done this you, one? yeah. We you did it because I remember I had to upload the intro music and stuff yeah. to Dropbox yeah. so you could do. Yeah, it. that's right. And yeah. I think it after, was okay. And I think after that, you went, yeah, we're not doing. That. Yeah, yeah, let's not do that anymore. Yeah. So when like, Dave yeah. was out a couple of weeks ago, I heard it immediately, and I emailed Jim and said, you know, I'll do the show with you today. He's like, no, I'm good. <laughs> That's it. Uh, well, my, now I know why. <laughs> my, if I had to pick my three words, to be real engaged audience. There you go. Because it's the teacher in me. All I ever wanted as a teacher was a willing student. So I, if I had. 2,000 super engaged people versus 10,000. Eh, I kind of like the show. I'd, I'd rather have 2,000 people that are like, what is that thing coming out? I mean, Glenn was talking last night. We had a meetup, and we will get uh, we'll get Glenn's review of Luigi's Pizza to see if it's just as good as we say it is. Uh, but um, he was saying that he puts the show out, I think you said at 2? Yeah, well, 2 o'clock. 2 o'clock. Yeah. And like, if it's not out by 2, like by 3 o'clock, he's getting emails like, hey, where is it? Because I've messed up people's days. <laughs> you know, I've screwed up their listening habit. <laughs> so uh the thumbs up thumbs down Luigi's oh luigi's pizza. pizza is excellent and i'm i'm gluten-free but i i cheat occasionally so last night was my cheat night because i've been waiting for this and uh it's thick and the tomato sauce has some tang to it and luigi's pizza is known for cheese and let me tell you they must go through a ton of cheese a day in the place it's like it's excellent ken says uh, i started black man with a gun to become rich and had to adjust my expectations. And that's why we're independent because we don't become rich. (laughs) That's the definition. That's the definition. We just found it. Yeah. Um, (laughs) Stefan wants to know what microphone is Glenn using? It's the one, the only, you can't live without it. The Samson Q2U. Yeah. And I don't even know if we're set up right. We did this quick this morning. Yeah. Go to uh, support this show.com slash I think Q2U. We'll take you there. I've been trying to figure out how to dial that thing in because it, from time, because I, I don't think you guys are hearing what I'm hearing from, no. from that side. And it's been, I, I wish I had a few more minutes in pre show to help. To, I, I don't know the answer. You know, Glenn, sometimes when you're coming in from the side, it sounds good. I think, yeah, I don't know. I think we're also picking you up on Dave's mic. Yeah, that could be a little bit too, because we're kind of facing each other. Yeah, I look down. See, like right there, it sounds really good. Okay, I'll do this. Yeah. So if if we were to really think about this, I would have probably moved my mic like way over here. Okay, let's be honest, Dave. You got four square feet we're working with here. It's very (laughs) intimate in Dave's studio. (laughs) Yeah, (laughs) it's used to one person. Yeah, (laughs) and uh, but I I remember once when I had a and this is hard to believe I was in a a studio. He said in quotation marks. with uh, my ex-wife, it was a, a little office above a deli, and she was in one corner and I was in the other. Microphones pointing directly opposite, and you still had bleed. And mm-hmm. and that's when I went. We're going to add a noise gate, uh, so it'll kind of squash me when I'm not talking, vice versa. And in the end, my target audience is not sitting there going, "Wait," squishing their headphones into their head, going, "I I think I hear bleed." 
in bleed, I don't worry about his bleed as much as just getting the, you know, getting the clarity of it, yeah. you know, to to where it needs to be. This is the challenge of two microphones in a single room. Yeah, like yeah. You, you just, it's just, it just takes practice, and it's been. It listen, it's been fine. Most people wouldn't. You notice, are kind of a sound nerd, though. All through, I the am show. a little. Yeah, you definitely <laughs> are. I do. Yeah, it it drives me crazy when I at work when people come in and they don't, you know, things aren't exactly right and when we spend five minutes me trying to help them get their sound right i'm like oh wait a minute this was just going to be a two-minute phone call so uh, you're right, Glenn. You're right. Uh, you know 90 percent of our i always get mad at you guys who have this perfect sound with your guests because 90 percent of our listeners are on a cell phone at the farm right. you know or our guests are 90 percent on the phone so it's the reason we still have to use skype but we can't use any of the other fancy programs is because we have to call them on the phone but i think that's a little endearing like i i don't for, if it's if it's not all the time, Glenn, I think that's okay. Like you, people forgive that. It's a guest. It's information. It's not. They're not the host. If you were coming in from a phone, well, that's time, true. That, yeah, yeah, yeah. And they know, you know, people know that they get horrible internet farm. You know, they know that's not going to be great. And if we can hear a horse whinny in the background, we're winning. That's a beautiful <laughs> interview for us. That's right. We're used to having the dogs bark. Yeah. and the kids. It's like <laughs> all of a sudden you hear a horse whinny. So. But uh, yeah, we had a good time last night. We had a, a probably, I don't know, six or seven people. They sat us, unfortunately, right in front of the kitchen. So it was a little, little on the, the, the air conditioning was having a, a battle with that. But uh, I was, was right at home. It's just like Florida. <laughs> <laughs> it's hot, humid. It's perfect. And uh, as Glenn mentioned, we had some, some fun weather. Um, I should mention, we're getting ready. We're, we're around in third here. If you're on Clubhouse and you got a question, raise your hand. If you're watching live, go to askthepodcastcoach.com slash join and jump on in. Uh, we are going to be doing some post-show here in about uh, five minutes. We'll do another half hour, but just wanted to let you know that if you've been sitting there going, should I ask a question? Should I ask? Yes. Yes, you should ask a question. Glenn, what's the funniest thing that's ever happened to you while recording? Oh, my. I know. That's a lot of years to sift through. Yeah. Boy, that one. I wish I had time to think about that one. My mine is I was interviewing David Hooper, and in my old apartment, I had two bathrooms. It was like one and a half bathrooms, directly opposite from each other, and my uh, office door was right in between the two. So you could walk out and have your pick of which bathroom you want to go to. And all of a sudden, I hear this, <laughs> and the one toilet has just gone completely demon possessed. <laughs> And it's spew. I don't know what was going on, air in the pipes or whatever. And what was funny is I was interviewing David Hooper. So I asked him something like, well, what goes into running a music marketing event? And he's like, well, I'll tell you, Dave. And off he went. And I'm like, I'm running over and I'm like closing the door. And I got back and he was still answering the question. And so it was funny because I was like, oh, that's great or whatever I said when it was done. But that was one that was like, and I told him afterwards and I'm like, did you hear that? And he goes, yeah, I wonder what was going on because all of a sudden there's this weird just like, it's one of those noises that you're not expecting. So that was probably one that was uh, just different, shall we say. So I don't know. I, I think I have more stories from my acting days. There are some wild stories from the acting days. Uh, do you have one, Jim? Do you have any? Wait. No, I was trying to think through funny. No, I, the ones that drive me nuts is when I've done a whole interview with someone and I've been on my camera mic because I can't hear myself. Oh, you know, oh yes. Right. Yes. So you're recording to StreamYard yeah. and, and I, that's the way I do it. That's, that's the drawback to doing web-based recording, right? And you get done and you go back to go do the editing maybe a day or two later or whatever. And you hear yourself and yeah. you're like, did the guest not like, 
I get so mad and I get really <laughs> mad when I'm doing it with another podcaster. And it's probably happened maybe four or five times. So enough. Right. And I, I like one was with somebody at work who does this all the time. I'm like, could you not hear my voice was awful? Like, did that not make any sense? Well, that would to drive you? Jim nuts. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> just, I, lo- I lose my mind. Well, it's, it's funny because mind. we will, I, I usually ask a guest, Hey, can you, can you tap on your mic? Yeah. And when they do this and I hear it, I know it's the right one, but they don't ask us, you know, we need to ask them, I guess, in a way like, Hey, can you I hear know. this when I do this? <sighs> You're like, but, how do I sound? Yeah. Is this, am I coming through? Sometimes I go, am I coming through? And they'll go, yeah, okay. But I don't remember to do that every time. Yeah. You know, you kind of trust the, you think, especially when they're experienced. This was uh, the most recent time I've done, I've probably done three or four years worth of shows with her. I've probably done, oh, a hundred, at least a hundred shows. And I was like, could, could you not tell my voice was a little different <laughs> than it normally is? She's like, I know, but I was so nervous. She was interviewing a big it was mm. a big deal to her. And so she was so nervous mm. about that. She just wasn't even listening. So I had one yeah, the other night. We, yeah. we hooked up four to the, it was, we were doing this at our trip sponsors house and we did the interview four mics. We tested them all. I always have everybody test them. One, two, three, one, two, three, one, two, three. When I get to the last person we're interviewing, they had moved the mics around and they must have flipped the switch off on the mic. And I didn't notice it. So, because I didn't have my headphones on, we were just sitting outside doing this and get to the, the recording. I can't hear her at all. So we have to reschedule her, cut it all out, edit it all out. Yeah. It happens. What's, uh, you said you had funny stories from when you were Oh, one of the ones, we did Medieval Feasts. So we did kind of a Benny Hill version of Medieval Feasts. And I had the same acting company for 10 years. Nobody ever left. It was the same kind of thing. You know, we knew each other. We did a show, we did a lot of private shows. And there was a woman's weekend away. And this is where I learned what women are like when they're away from their husbands. Uh, So it was a retreat kind of thing. There were 400 women in the audience. And we're doing this show and I'm the king. And I have this night guy who's really good looking. And every time we'd walk in the audience, they would chant, take it off. They would throw us room keys. It was the most bizarre. Th- we finally had to go to the stage. We never went in the audience again because it got dangerous. And that's where I learned a lot about women uh, from that show. <laughs> My wife was there too. So she's like going, she's, her, has her mouth open. You know, yeah. it was bizarre. I, 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 we never did a wow. women's show again because it was dangerous. Yeah. Ladies night. No, yeah. no more no ladies night. When I, when I played in a, um, uh, country band i went on after a male review oh. <laughs> so there's all these oily sweaty guys on stage and they're like hey have a good show and i'm like that's okay i'm not gonna shake your hand and one thing doesn't look like the other yeah yeah and, <laughs> but i always did a thing where Easy, I, 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 Easy. I took the uh the cue from acdc and i would jump into this to the audience and go around and come back up on stage and i jumped off the audience and they were like it's a man <laughs> and like just i was like help me mommy it was uh it was different so but oh, um God. what's your next stop there as we start to uh, wrap up and in the post show we're going to be talking about improv we're going to talk a little zoom pod track p4 a little pod page so G- uh, jim uh, jim's well here let's now i'm jim look at that no, go, go to glenn, go to glenn. <laughs> glenn what's your uh what's your next stop we are heading to western pennsylvania for a meetup and uh gonna see another one of our sponsors for this trip so we're gonna visit his factory and warehouse and do some video there and stuff and then we're gonna be in pennsylvania for the week and then we're heading maryland virginia north carolina and finally after three more weeks gonna hit florida awesome jim what's coming up on the average guy.tv 
Glenn, it'll be good to be home for sure. Yeah, exactly. You get there, you'll be like, oh, I'm not going to do that again for a while. We hit a small little milestone, uh, Home Gadget Geeks, 500. Oh, uh, yeah, Good job. So it was a nice. We kind of just did a regular show, to be honest. I didn't, I didn't pull out fanfare. I did do a top 10 things I learned over the last 500 episodes of, of podcasting. So that's kind of a fun thing for nice uh, podcasters. If you don't typically listen to the show, just kind of fast forward to the end. If you want to hear those things, I'll post a little bit later today out at the average. Guy. There we go. On the school of podcasting, we're going to talk a little with Greg from debt shepherd about being an LLC and other things that I haven't determined yet. I will figure that out when I'm riding bikes with Glenn, but uh, stick around for some post show coming right up. <laughs> 